2: free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on that's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert you are locked on
1: twins your daily minnesota twins podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: and welcome to the down Minnesota Twins Podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 3rd, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. I'm a writer at Twins Daily, a lifelong Twins fan, bringing you Twins coverage as an analytical mind, a sabermetric-based mind, but also a very passionate mind. I don't think you'll find a bigger Twins fan than me, and that's no disrespect to you listening. I know you're a big Twins fan, too. Uh, thanks for joining in today. I appreciate it. The show's breaking records. and. You know I'm very grateful for everyone who's tuned in. When I first started Lockdown Twins, I was getting like 100, 150 downloads per episode, and I was blown away by that initially. Now we're up to 650, 700, getting over 700 on episodes. The growth of the show has been so fun to watch, and I appreciate your ears. And and we're going to be doing this five days a week now, and you're not going to find that Twins coverage anywhere else, breaking down these spring training games, breaking down what we should. We don't want to go over the line of overreacting uh, either way, for good or bad. And so we're going to look at it from a development point of view and and what we like and don't like about what we're seeing thus far from certain twins. Uh, We're going to break down the game today. We'll talk about my favorite thing of the day. We'll talk about the the hardest exit velocities and the hardest pitch velocities of the day because I think that's something you can take away. Who's hitting the ball hard in the spring? Who's throwing the ball hard in the spring? Uh, Harder than they usually do. And I think those are things that we have to watch here as we move closer to opening day. We're less than a month away. From the Twins heading to Milwaukee and facing the Brewers. Thus far in spring training, Major League Baseball has had very few issues with the coronavirus. Just shockingly low numbers coming in, positive tests. And thus far, we've just been enjoying Twins baseball. Today's game was on TV. Jose Barrios getting the start, homegrown twin. It was just fun to watch. And Nelson Cruz made his debut today and made some noise. We'll talk about that. But to just see the Twins on TV, to just hear... The Twins playing again to hear fans and see fans and and to see these home runs from the Bomba squad has been so fun thus far. Hardest exit velocities of the day for the Twins, Nelson Cruz, 109 mile an hour home run, three run shot for Nelly. Just awesome. I mean, it's what we've seen for the last two years now. The exact same thing. It was like broken record inside pitch, pulled it to left, gone Uh, 109 off the bat, just monster home run for Nelson Cruz in his debut. It feels like every time he plays, he has an extra base hit and an exit velocity over 100. He had two of them today. The second one was 103. That was a ground out. We had three over 100 for Kyle Garlick in three different at-bats. An error where he reached first, a ground out, and another home run for Garlick. That's his second of the spring. He's a guy to watch here, and I talked about him a little bit on Monday about how I think there is a legitimate competition between Kyle Garlick and Brent Rooker For that outfield spot, that right-handed outfield spot on the Twins bench, Garlic has mashed through the minor leagues, has a longer minor league track record than Brent Rooker, and has been great thus far in spring training. And take of that what you will, but he's hit in the middle of the Twins lineup, hit fifth today behind Jake Cave in a spot ahead of Brent Rooker, and hit a home run and hit three balls 100 miles an hour or harder. And I really like the power from the right side from Kyle Garlic. I think this is a really savvy waiver wire pickup for the Twins. Knowing last year, too, that there were points and periods where they really struggled to find right-handed power. When Donaldson was down, when Garver was down, it was hard for them to find power from the right side. As hard as that is to believe, knowing the uh, pure power hitters that they have, and Cruz and Sano and Donaldson and Garver and not Ryan Jeffers, and you adding Garlick and Rooker, I mean, they have a lot of depth from the right side of the plate, and Garlic, I think, has a decent shot at making it the Open Day roster, and if not, he'll be at the alternate site. Uh, in St. Paul, we'll talk about that today, too. The announcement, unfortunately, the Saints season is going to start a month late, at least, due to coronavirus and, and trying to get more people in the ballparks, I believe. Uh, it'll be an alternate side. and We'll talk about what that means for Alex Kirilov a little bit, too. Suway Lin hit one 99 miles an hour today. I, I think uh, I want seen seen Suwe Lin in the batter's box. And for those of you who don't know, Twins picked up Lynn, uh, minor league contract, stockier utility infielder, uh, can play shortstop. He's slick fielder, but he looks big at the plate. Like, he looks like he's got some power. His figure is a lot like Colton Wong of the Milwaukee Brewers now, like very big bottom half, like his legs are thick, like he could have some power, uh, it looks like, for Zue Lin. hits 199 miles an hour today. It was a flyout, but that's nice to see hitting the ball hard. And I think the Twins, it was reported last night, showing some interest in Danny Santana potentially as a utility player, and also Eric Sogard. Uh, Maybe Lynn, maybe JT Riddle, you know, maybe Andrew Romine, who played today, could fill that spot as well in place of Williams Ostadio. If they don't feel like Ostadio is uh, an adequate utility option off the bench, I think they're looking for that. And I think that's why uh, they're looking into Santana and Sogard and also giving Lynn looks, giving Romine looks. And and part of that is just uh, when you give Jorge Polanco and Miguel Sano days off, and, you know, you can need guys to fill in. Speaking of first base, Aaron Sabato started today, got his first hit of the spring. I'm really excited about Sabato, too, the Twins 2020 first round pick, a guy who just murdered uh, for North Carolina the last two years at the plate. He was a monster. And I think he is a lot closer than people think. I think he has a very advanced approach at the plate. The Twins have said as much. And you could see that today. You know, he got teed up twice, I think he got K'd twice. Uh, one time called out, looking at a curveball, kind of buckled his knees. But that's all part of the process for him, and I like his patience, and I like his approach at the plate. Mitch Garver hit a fastball. We don't have the exit velocity, but I assume it was in the top half here. Hit a 96-mile-an-hour fastball. And I talked about this on Monday. Garver squaring up pitches, uh, squaring up fastball specifically, incredibly encouraging to me. Because Mitch Garver is going to have the same approach at the plate. He's going to take a lot of pitches. He's going to walk. He's very patient. Doesn't chase a lot. I love watching him take at-bats because he is so patient, waiting for pitchers to come into him and to punish you. And that's what he did in 2019. Got himself into a lot of good counts, and then pitchers were forced to throw him fastballs, and he murdered those fastballs. It's the same approach that we see from Josh Donaldson. It's a similar approach with Nelson Cruz, even though Cruz, his power is like legendary. But it's a very similar approach for these guys. It's it's the right-handed power that waits for their pitch, waits for fastballs, and, and kills fastballs. And Garu did that in 2019, but swung through those fastballs in 2020. So he had the same approach in 2020. I looked into this, and we had an episode about this. He chased less, actually, in 2020. It wasn't like he was waving at pitches outside of the zone. He was still forcing pitchers to come into him with fastballs, but he was swinging through those fastballs. So early in spring, for him to be hitting 96, 97-mile-an-hour fastballs, barreling them up, it gives you a lot of hope, especially when he went opposite field today. He looks good. You know, He looks muscular and strong. I know Royce tweeted out, looks more muscular than ever. Uh, and he looks really poised and confident at the plate. And I think if Mitch Garver can bounce back and be that middle-of-the-order bat that he was in 2019, that's going to be huge for the Minnesota Twins. I mean, there's no doubt about that. When Garver's on if he is anywhere near what he was in 2019, that lengthens this lineup that really deepens this lineup. And it makes uh, it really scary again. And I think that's been the biggest takeaway in these first couple games is that he looks really good. He's not swinging through those fastballs. He's lifting them. He's lifting them to the opposite field and he's getting barrels. He's not getting cheated. Mitch Garver, Uh, Don't sleep on them. I think uh, Tom Frumick said it best. Do not sleep on Mitch Garver. After this break, let's talk about the pitching performances today. Not great. They give up 12 runs, but their starter pitched well. Uh, We'll be right back. Built Bar now has a flash sale for the Coconut Puff Bar. It's a luscious chocolate, a soft marshmallow. It's made with premium collagen protein blend, 16 grams of protein, 130 calories, only six grams of sugar it's gluten free it's preservative free and it's limited time only only a one day sale at builtbar.com use promo code locked on at builtbar.com built bars are delicious built bars are healthy i'm skeptical about protein bars anytime i try a protein bar i don't expect it to taste good because a lot of them don't built bars are legitimately delicious they're covered in 100% chocolate They're soft and easy to chew, and they're great for the health-conscious guy like me. I'm a type 1 diabetic, so now anytime I think of having a protein bar, or even a candy bar for that matter, I go to BuiltBar.com. I use promo code LOCKEDON, and I order it straight from there. Plus, right now with that flash sale for the delicious coconut puff bar, you're going to want in on this action, and you're going to want in on Built Bars. They really are delicious. They really are healthy. Take advantage of this one-day sale. Order now at BuiltBar.com and use that promo code LOCKEDON. Jose Barrios comfortably sitting 95 today for the Twins. Averaged 95 with his fastball. Hit 95.1 three times. Hit 95 on the gun four times. Uh, Was throwing hard. I think he had some curveballs that backed up on him. He threw a nice changeup inside. I don't know who was up, but he threw a nice changeup that got fouled off. It might have been Kike. Uh, Kike ended up doubling first half out of the game off him, but then he worked through that and didn't allow a hit for the next five batters with three strikeouts. Marwin he got... He got J.D. Martinez to swing through a beautiful painted fastball on the outside corner. J.D. Martinez, one of the best hitters of the last decade, swung right through it. Uh, He got Renfro looking. He got Christian Vasquez on a pitch that was above the zone, a fastball. He just blew by him. Brios looked really good, and, and he looked like when Jose Brios is on and he was painting He was working all quadrants of the zone, working in on readies, working away from readies, working above the zone, like I said to Vasquez, working down with a curveball. He got Renpro to swing through low, I believe, and uh, he just looked good. And I think he's still working out some kinks. I think some curveballs backed up, like I said, but he looks like he's comfortable with his changeup, and he's throwing hard. I mean, he had a velocity increase last year, and it's sustained through his first start here in the spring. He looks good. I think Jose Barrios is another guy. If he can take another step forward for you uh, and, you know, bounce back to even first half 2019 form for a longer part of the season, uh, that's huge. That'll be huge for the Twins in making the rotation deeper and and lengthening that rotation. I thought Brios looked good today. And even when Barrios is not 100% on, like even when his stuff is not as sharp as he'd like it to be, he can still get outs. And, And that's kind of the sign of a guy with really good stuff, even when he's not locating it super well. He can get guys to swing through it. He can get guys for weak contact. He gave up one double to lead off the first inning. It looked like it was going to be an ugly outing for him, but he bounces back. Speaking of ugly outings, Alex Coleman making his Twins debut today. Just got tagged by the Red Sox. Uh, no concern for me. I, I know Ted Schorzler tweeted out some stats from Coleman's spring training last year. Very similar. Just brutal numbers. Then he ended up having a 0.81 ERA for the White Sox during the regular season. And I think that's that's what we're looking at here for spring training. Colomay having trouble locating the cutter a little bit, getting behind in counts, and then just kind of got tagged by the Red Sox. But I don't have any concern about him. I think he's going to be fine. Just kind of a sour uh, first showing for him, but I'm going to throw that away at spring training. I I didn't think, you know, generally he was horrible. He just got tagged a little bit. Mitch Garver said he thought he looked good. You know, his stuff moved so well, and and he kind of settled in uh, later on in the outing and got got out of it. So that's what you like to see from him. Ian Hamilton throwing 95.5 today. Uh, With his fastball, I mentioned he was up in 97-98 territory two years ago, got hit in the face by a a, uh, line drive, and is kind of working his velocity back up. Uh, Hamilton, good slider, mid-90s fastball, had a good outing today. I'm excited about him. I think he's going to be a force for the Saints uh, in May. And then eventually for the Twins, I think he's going to be a depth option for the Twins to pull up when they need some bullpen help. But let's talk about that news. The St. Saint Paul Saints season getting pushed back by at least a month. I'm bummed because I'm going to be writing minor league reports this year for St. Paul. I'm also excited to get to some games. I'm excited to cover these guys and potentially Alex Kirloff early on. And I think uh, that's the guy we need to talk about here, right? Because we still don't know if Alex Kirilov's going to start the season with the big league club. We've heard recently it might be more likely that he starts with the Twins. Rocco told High Heat today, Chris Russo, that potentially you know, the spring won't even matter to whether he makes the team or not, that they believe that Alex Kirilov is ready. Uh, I think that's the case too. Like if he struggles this spring, I think he's 0 for 5 to start, which is minuscule sample. But I'm, I'm like not worried about Kirilov's bat at all. He's hit through every level. He had a wrist injury last year and ended up bouncing back in, in 2019, I mean, and uh, was great in the playoffs when he was healthy. When he's healthy, he's a beast and has been throughout the minors. He's a top prospect. So I don't worry about his spring either. I'm glad Rocco said that, that they believe in him, because I do too. But this is uh, this is a big development for him, because you're going to send him to the alternate site for a couple weeks instead of sending him to St. Paul. It's kind of a bad look. I think it increases the odds that he's with the Twins on opening day, perhaps because they're just sending him not even to benefit the Saints. They're just sending him to the alternate site uh, to get, quote-unquote, extra work. And for those of you who don't know, the service time game is if you hold a guy down for three three weeks or so. So it's like April 17th or something like that. If Alex Kirloff stays in the minor leagues, not on the 26-man roster until then you get a whole nother year of service time on the back end. That's how the system works. And teams will take advantage of that by sending a guy to AAA and saying, oh, we don't think he's ready. You know, he's still trying to catch up to fastballs or he's still learning how to hit breaking balls. And then they'll just magically call him up in April and and deem that he's ready and get that whole extra year of service. So you get this whole year plus six more seasons instead of this year and only five more seasons. And that's the dilemma the Twins are facing. Uh, I think it's a no-brainer for them to uh, work the system this way. It's unfortunate for Kirloff. It's honestly unfortunate for Twins fans and for the Twins. But when you're a middle market and you rely on your farm system as much as the Twins do, their best teams are always teams with a great core. It's never big free agents that they sign. Uh, You need to maximize your time with those guys, with your top prospects. So I'll understand if the Twins keep them down. I, I honestly think it's the right call, but at the same time, it's hard for me to not want Alex Kirilov on that opening day roster. I, I don't know if the Twins are that much better with Kirilov for the first three weeks than they are with Cave and Rooker in a platoon or, or you know even Kyle Garlick in that platoon. I'm not sure, but I think in the long run, Kirilov makes them a better club. And I think the potential of having him in the middle of the lineup, even for the first couple of weeks, is, might be something the Twins can't pass up and uh, something that they believe will make them better ultimately in the long run and help them win more games and that was their quote we want to win so it'll be interesting to see what happens here uh sending alex kirloff to the alternate site or starting him with the major league club in milwaukee on opening day I'm, I'm interested to see what happens i think this is the biggest question in camp to be honest with you outside of seeing guys like garver and Polacco and sunon seeing if they're healthy and and hitting them all hard and uh returns have been solid on that front so this is tough news for the saints i'm i'm bummed but i'm excited that maybe more people will be allowed in may uh, still awaiting whether we'll have fans at opening day for the Twins. I know Dave St. Peter was on today talking about that. They applied for about 10000 on opening day, and, and we'll see if that's uh, something that's attainable. But it's just been awesome to see fans back at the park and to hear them uh, and see them. As, as, it puts a smile on your face. It really does. After the break, let's talk about my favorite thing from today, and the Twins' 12-6 loss to the Boston Red Sox. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. We've got baseball coming up as well. You're gonna want in on this action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to our website or use your mobile device to sign up today. And receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Again, go to betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKED ON. This platform is very easy to navigate. It's very easy to go through. Pick what you want, bet on it. You're not going to want to sit on the sidelines anymore. Again, that's betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKED ON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. It's not often that you have a bunch of potential. My favorite thing that happened today in a game where the Twins lost 12 to 6, but there were multiple today. It started with Mitch Garver's opposite field home run. I I talked at length about how I feel that Mitch Garver's going to bounce back in 2021. So that's certainly a candidate. But my winner today, and Cody Stashak had a scoreless inning, he struck out two, and his control, Cody Stashak is phenomenal command and and an awesome slider. I thought he looked really good today. But it's got to be Nelly. It's got to be Nelly coming back today in his spring debut and just picking up right where he left off with a three-run home run. Nelly in the playoffs last year, of course, responsible for both runs for the Twins in those two games. Uh, RBI doubles and comes back when we didn't know for a long time whether he would be back with the Twins. I think there were times when I really doubted that he'd be back. I thought maybe the Twins would be moving on or I thought maybe he was moving on. Thought the White Sox were a possibility for a while. That was not a fun week, but he ended up coming back, and you see him in his debut. And it might be spring training. It might mean nothing. It didn't mean nothing to me to see Nelson Cruz come back today and hit a three-run homer in his debut and hit the ball hard again. It's it's there's really been nothing like what Nelson Cruz has meant to the Twins in the last two and a half years. Uh, just a special, special player. It means so much to the city means so much to the franchise now as the face and and the kingpin on that roster. Uh, To have him back is just great. And then just to see him continue to hit the ball so hard, is uh, there's really no words for Nelson Cruz at this point. He's just a special, special guy, special player. That's my favorite thing of the day, the three-round homer uh nelson cruz and i know i say it a lot but i used to in like 2010 2011 i talked about this last night with rylan styles of lockdown royals go listen to that episode if you haven't nice little crossover he's excited about the royals and i know we talked a lot about the royals not as much about the twins but i wanted you to get an understanding of where kansas city's standing this year um but i used to go to target field just to see nelson cruz as a ranger and it's been really special to have him be a member of the twins now and to mean so much to the club it's uh it, it just it gets better every day, every time he plays, and every time you see him hit a ball over the fence. So that's my favorite thing of the day. But this there was a lot of positives in this game. Probably the most you can find in a 12-6 loss. A lot of barrels. I thought guys who are being watched closely played well, like Garlic and Garver. Garlic and Garver. Garve sauce and garlic sauce, I saw. Um, some people want them to hit in succession in the order, so there's like a fun play on words there. We look for what we can in spring training, I understand. I hope you're enjoying spring training so far. I certainly am. The Twins uh, are now two and two. I think it's time to fire Rocco. I think it's time to blow it up. Uh, I think you should trade Nelson Cruz because they're clearly not gonna make the playoffs this year. Um, and if you can rid of, of Donaldson's contract, I think you find a way to do that as well. Uh, they're just not getting it done. That's two losses in a row. But other than that, um, you know things are going really well. I think the, the Twins thus far are showing us that hopefully the offense is going to be better in 2021 that certain players are healthier they're more confident they feel better with fans in the stands they feel uh, happier and more hopeful when the world's in a better place as hopefully it continues to be in the next couple weeks and months and I think it's going to be a really fun summer of twins baseball and I just think so far in spring training we've seen that we've seen the start of it and it might not be normal it might not feel completely normal in the first couple months But I think you're going to see over the course of the baseball season, things just continue to improve in the country and with the protocols and with fans being let in. I think this baseball season is going to be a blast. I think it's going to be a lot more fun than the 60-game campaign. I I did love that. I thought it was very exciting. Uh, But I think you're going to really feel grateful that baseball is back and that there's fans in the stands and that it feels more normal this summer. I know I will. I already do. It's been like a week of spring training, and I'm already – uh, so grateful for what we've gotten and, and so special to see the Twins back. Thank you for listening today. Have a great day. Go Twins, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm talking with Gabrielle of Lockdown Red Sox. The Red Sox uh, whooped the Twins today and I'm not going to sulk in that. I'm not going to give her that uh, that pleasure, but we will talk about it and we'll talk about what we've seen from both our teams thus far. We're not focusing on the scores as much as the developments out of camp. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day It's 60, 65 and sunny here in Columbia, Missouri and I'm enjoying that i hope you're enjoying the weather wherever you are i hope it's warm uh, and i hope you have a great rest of your day i'll be back tomorrow thanks again
1: hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad
0: free on amazon music download the amazon music app today